0: What's up everybody? It's the Crypto Crow. Uh, just decided to kind of come on board and, and uh come online and just kind of talk about some of the different stuff that's going on. Olivier, what's up, man? Haven't seen you in a little while. Um I you know, I was I was just kind of kicking it around the, the interwebs and just kind of exploring a little bit, and then I thought, you know what, maybe I should just do this live and just explore with everybody else, show show everybody some things that I've found recently. Um and just kind of update on what's up. What's up, Crow? Bull run commencing. Uh, I don't know. I You know, I think the bull run... Here's the thing, you guys got to remember. There's a big difference between a bull run and a bull market. A bull market just means that rather than, you know, the entire... Like if you go to the... <laughs> if you go to a long-term chart, you know, and you see that we came down and then basically it's just continuously... It'll go up and then come back down and it'll come back down. Um, you know, we've been in this this bear market for over a year, basically the longest bear market, I think, in history, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, when you look at the grand scheme of things, you see that we we hit the top up here and then we've just continuously dropped further. Uh what's up, Rolex twenty three? Um if I if I gave five dollars every time I walked into a room, I think I would be broke
1: but thank you. Um, and,
0: uh, you know, this is, this is the, this is a bear market. And if you look at this in the grand scheme of things, we've been pretty level for quite a while. And so some people might say, um, I said bull run commencing. So shall it be done? (laughs) Uh, Look, I'm not I'm not opposed to it. Obviously, I would love for this market to turn around and I think if anything we've seen, I mean, come on, look at this. This is this is November in here. And so while we've had a lot of ups and downs, um we've been pretty level. We've definitely leveled out quite a bit. I mean, has the bottom hit? I don't know. I think, you know, I haven't charted this out or anything, but I've been looking at what other people have been doing and i know that a lot of guys are saying look we we may have bottomed and this could be it but everybody says the same shit they say well we've either bottomed out and we're we're accumulating now and we're going into a bigger accumulation phase and we're either going to go up or we're going to go down and that's that's what everybody says and so duh um but i think that the the even even people that are saying that it could still go down, they're calling it. If they if it does go down, they're saying, well, it might go down to thirty two, thirty three hundred, which we've already hit a thirty one fifty. So we've already gone down. We've already hit those marks. That time may be over. It may not. I I really don't know. I do think that. So you know, we're now in March. You know, in April, a lot of my plans are based around April. Um, being the start of accumulation for a uh, bull market. There's a bull market, and then there's a bull run. A bull market is basically, look, we've gone through an accumulation phase, a lot of people are holding, they want to see it do more, and they're at a point where the overall sentiment of the market is such that people are okay buying um and there and there are more people buying than there are selling and that's the difference a bear market there're more people trying to sell than there are people buying and so i think we're reaching a turning point where this could likely be happening but again who i don't know shit people i mean really um you know i, I it's nobody really knows shit there are a lot of guys that they know the tech a lot better there are a lot of guys out there they know a lot about the um, you know, you've got a lot of developers out there who they understand the technology much better than I do. I'm literally just a guy on YouTube that kind of shares what I learned and, and and I share my opinions. Um, I'm by no means an expert. I'm by no means a crypto wizard or anything like that. Um, and everything that I talk about is sheer opinion. And a lot of what I talk about is derivative, to be quite frank. It's derivative of of what other people who know more than me are doing. Um, uh, Was it is it Jimmy Woo? I think is his name. I, I, I saw a tweet um, or a collection of tweets by him where he was talking about, you know, there's one guy who's basically saying, you know, we're going to go up from here. We've hit the bottom. And then Wu is basically saying, I, I can't I, I, honestly, for whatever reason, I might be messing his name up. Um, but, you know, he's basically saying, hey, you know, if we can, if we can maintain course right now, or even hit up and get above uh, the um, resistance, if we could break through that at all, then we're likely the bottom is hit. We're on our way up. Um, If we don't, then we could likely hit 3200 as a final crash. So we'll see. Um, If Bitcoin mining is no longer profitable at these prices, wouldn't that indicate that it's pretty much bottomed out? Well, yes and no, but not necessarily because you got to remember Bitcoin miners, when they talk about profitability, a lot of these guys are talking about being able to mine up enough Bitcoin to cover their expenses with enough left over to accumulate. And so if they're not able to do that, they consider themselves mining at a loss. Now, if these big Bitcoin mining farms, uh, you know, if they're mining up a shit ton of Bitcoin and they're not holding it, if they're just selling it instantly as they're mining it and they're not holding it for more profitable days, that's just a poorly run operation, in my opinion. Especially, I don't care what you do with Bitcoin or crypto, for the most part, I feel like the majority of it is all speculative in nature anyway. Nobody's really doing anything with cryptocurrency because, you know, there's so many useful applications, there's so much stuff going on, there's so many different ways to use crypto that the, the potential speculative value of a particular coin isn't uh, in question or isn't of interest. The reason why crypto is drawing so many people is because of the speculative nature of it. Because it's a ground floor for people like you and me who, you know, maybe if you get in and you got 500 bucks, you could turn that into a hefty profit uh in the future. And that's what the allure is to cryptocurrency. It's getting in on the basically the first steps of a giant stairwell to heaven. And so the But the sentiment has to be there. And the majority of people, unfortunately, have to be led to water. They don't just see it and go drink. And so, you know, a lot of that is, is that's what creates the FOMO and all of that other stuff. So, um, sounds like a an operation on life support to me. Of these large mining corporations, go belly up, how would that affect the network? Well, um, I, you know, look, I think that, There are always going to be people out there mining Bitcoin. I think that the the main people, I just looked at a graph recently, it was like a pie chart showing how, um, you know, over 51% of the mining is happening over five different companies. And then the rest is more decentralized of, you know, individual miners running CPU mining and things like that all over the world. If the mining slowed down, in other words, if there weren't five major corporations in the game mining Bitcoin, to be quite frank with you, it would probably make Bitcoin significantly, not not only better, but safer. Because you don't have to worry about any of these big conglomerates working together for 51% attacks, um and 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 at that point if some of these big corporations dropped out of the game bitcoin would become more decentralized more secure at which point i think it would ultimately help the price but that's just my opinion i don't know you know if you look at the technicals um you know a lot of people are are you know they equate bitcoin's price to its current hash rate and things like that uh, so, that's just my opinion, but overall, you know, I think if the big corporations, the big, you know, Bitmain and a lot of these guys, you know, if some of them dropped out of the game, I don't think it would hurt things because I think, you know, they're all, I, I, I'm i pretty sure there are always going to be the same amounts of Bitcoin going out per hash uh, or per, per block. It's just a question of how many people are dividing those up. Um, but, you know, I I don't mind Bitcoin. So, uh, because I don't have any ASICs miners. I do know that there's some new equipment coming out I feel like every quarter there are, there's a new batch of hardware that comes out that's you know twice as fast at mining Bitcoin as the last batch and so forth, um, but uh, I don't own any of them. I don't have any of them. I wouldn't mind it. I'd love to have a room full of them just to, I mean, why not? Um, but I don't. So crypto broker Voyager is buying token issuer and wallet ethos di, ethos.io for $4 million. Voyager a crypto a crypto brokerage platform that launched and went public this month has agreed to buy wallet startup ethos for about four million bucks. Voyager said it will pick up an allocation of ethos tokens which the target company formerly known as bitcoins issued through an initial coin offering in July of 2017 raising 1.6 million dollars this is this is this is just the beginning. I mean I, I've been calling this kind of shit for so long now. Uh, Those of you who've been following me for a while uh, will remember I told you, I said, we're going to reach a point where some of these crypto companies, I see a lot of these crypto companies being bought out by other companies. And this is just the beginning. And there have been a few others that have already sold to other corporations as well. Voyager will pay for the acquisition with its listed shares. Earlier this month, New York based startup went public through a reverse merger with a dominant company traded on Canada's. TSX Venture Exchange. The deal will cost Voyager 7 million common shares, the company said, which are now quoted at 80 cents in, a, in Canadian dollars, which works works out to a total of 5.6 million CAD, or roughly 4 million in USD. While the deal is expected to close at the end of March, the price won't all be paid up front. The conditions of the deal stipulate that 3.3 million shares will be delivered to, the, to Ethos at the start 1 million will be held held in escrow, yada, yada, yada. Tokenized business model. Even before the merger agreement, Voyager and Ethos had been working together for some time. The two startups partnered last October to add a self-custody option for Voyager's users, as well as allowing Ethos users to convert, store, and trade cryptocurrencies via Voyager. After the acquisition, the two developer teams will start working together
2: on the same objectives.
0: The only thing is, I wish I could say, well, what does this mean to the ethos token value? But they don't really go into what exactly, like everything that they're planning to use this wallet for or any plans for the future. So that's kind of up in the air. And it sounds like the deal's not even going to be done um, or it's still not even done 100%. So we just kind of have to wait and see. But this is the this is the first. I mean, well, it's not the first. It's just it's one of the most recent um, acquisitions. Um the date and i see it getting much much bigger. Um take a look at chat, see what's up. Uh what do you think about Holochain? Uh i you know it looks interesting but i haven't looked too deeply into it to be quite frank. I've also been getting a lot of uh a lot of comments about Blockchain Terminal. When when when's it launching? When's it coming? What's happening with that? Uh and and so i'm supposed to be looking at the launch-ready version of the platform today, at some point. It's been an ongoing, uh you know... There's been so much going on with Blockchain Terminal and, and my relationship with Boaz. And to be quite frank with you, it's one of the most promising platforms I've ever seen. It's one of the... um I mean, just the very nature of this platform could absolutely change crypto but i'm 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 not gonna lie and tell you that it's what's the right word? It's a very frustrating relationship. Let's just put it that way um you know the last time- so so and i'll i'll talk about I'll talk about this um to give you guys some some Kind of a, an initial heads-up, but I'm going to be going through a lot of this stuff when I do reveal everything. Um, you know, initially I had a conversation because, you know, I was an advisor for Blockchain Terminal. And and it was it, it was more of a relationship about, you know, helping them get in contact with other influencers, um, putting together plans on getting influencers involved, uh, educating people on the platform and what it does and how to use it and so forth. And, you know, and I I had a conversation with Bo, basically, I told him one day on the phone, I said, you know, I said, I've been wanting to launch my own exchange for a while now. um, And it's just there's so much crap on the market. There's so many crap exchanges, just shady, bad actors. And I'm like, you know, if there's any way I could launch an exchange, I want to do it. And that's what I've been trying to figure out. Um, And he goes, well, why don't you just white label our platform and launch your own exchange? Um, or, Or, you know, basically launch your own version of this. And and I thought, well, there's no way I could do that. I couldn't afford that. I know how much money you guys have into this thing, and there's there's no way I could afford a white label. And so we started talking about it, and you know, we worked out a way to make it affordable. Um, and I wouldn't even say affordable, but um, you know, it's it's it's. I mean, it's a significant investment, but I I got some partners involved in um. We bought a white label license, like I own a white label license right now to launch my own version of blockchain terminal software as a web based application. Okay, I own it, we have it. But my concerns were initially, my concerns were in the fact that the original platform was built for a terminal and as such, there are other security protocols that needed to be in place before I felt comfortable launching this as a white label platform. White label, for those of you that don't know, it's basically a company that is launching somebody else's software, but it's rebranded. Okay. White labels are everywhere. You'd be shocked at the number of white labels that you use on a regular basis, but it wasn't even them that created it or developed it. They just bought a license to launch it under their own brand and market it. And so, you know, after a lot, I mean, so I had, I was going back and forth. I mean, every four or five days I was on a video chat um, with Bo, you know, and and going over the latest updates, like the videos that I had done with Bo that you guys saw, like the live interviews and things, we talked about his past, we talked about the platform, we showed the platform a bit. That's basically what I had, I had already seen this platform and seen how it's changed and, you know, bugs being fixed and just, I know that, I I mean, I'm going to be real honest with you. Bo is one of the most difficult people to work with. just going to put it out there and be straight up. Um, He is, he's brilliant in a lot of ways, but he's also stubborn as shit. And he's one of those guys you got to back him into a corner to get him to do the right thing sometimes. And that's just my opinion. Um, it, it, he's just so far out in the space that I feel like some things he misses. And if you try to push him to be like, look, you need to consider this, this, and that, or else um, you kind of have to beat him up a little bit to get him to really pay attention because he's so focused on the big picture that, you know, sometimes he forgets what colors he's going to use. And so I think that it's been a very frustrating relationship. I'm not going to lie. And it got to the point where, you know, we're going over these updates, you know, the updated platform over and over and over to the point where it's redundant. I'm like, okay, dude, you, I've listened to you tell me the same shit and then show me an update. We can reduce these down to 15 minutes. Show me what's new instead of starting from scratch and telling me everything from the beginning over and over again. It's like an idiot savant type shit. I mean, like, seriously, he's probably gonna be pissed and I'm saying all this, but this is how it is. Um, And I told him, I'm like, look, if I do this, I'm gonna, I'm going to disclose every, I'm gonna tell everybody everything. Um, I'm gonna have disclaimers out the ass. I'm gonna tell everybody, use this at your own risk. I'm gonna, like, and I'm gonna explain the whole situation so that all of you guys understand my relationship with this terminal or with this platform or this application. So um, it's, 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 It's just how it is. So anyway, um, I ended up having, I I was concerned because we had taken this terminal-based application and had decided we were going to focus on launching a web-based version of it first. So that, because it's a lot easier to generate volume, generate interest, educate people, get them excited about it as a web-based application and then focus on, you know, they would focus at that point on selling the terminals, shipping the terminals and getting that side of the business going. Um, which makes a lot of sense and I, that's still ultimately the plan. So for those of you that are sitting around waiting for a physical terminal to show up at your door, it's probably still going to be a little while. Um, but the, the the flip side to this is I think they are coming. now. Um, It got to the point where I had a lot of questions about the back end. You know, if I'm going to put my name on something, I want to make sure that it's secure, that it's legal, that it's compliant, that it's all sorts of things. And so this process took a a solid month um, just for me to start feeling comfortable because the more the more like when we originally signed the papers to white label this thing, we didn't fully understand because it was presented to us in one way, and then later I'm learning, well, this is a little different. Oh, well, now this is a little different. Now, I don't understand this from a legal perspective or a compliant or a regulatory perspective. It's been a nightmare, okay? So, um one of the first things that I did was I had a friend of mine who is a very, very, very senior level enterprise developer. I mean, he's Cisco certified. He he has every major certification out there. Um, I mean, the guy makes a quarter of a million dollars a year as an IT guy, okay? I mean, which is rare for a lot of IT guys. He's a programmer. He's a developer in multiple languages. He created his own trading bot from scratch that he's always bragging about and telling me about and showing me screenshots of what he's done, but nobody on the planet Earth would know how to use it but him. Um, and so, you know, I had him talk to the CTO of Blockchain Terminal um, and their parent company. And I, and I said, look, I need you to talk to him because I want to understand what they're doing on the back end. I want to make sure that they're using the right stuff, that they're, you know, that they're doing what they need to do and i said go through the code if you can i said do whatever you can i said i just need to know that this is going to be secure and that they're doing this properly and he had a lot of glowing stuff to say he didn't see anything physical though he had a discussion with the cto and the cto explained to them their framework and how they're set up the server side stuff and you know the software they're using the hardware they're using and you know what they've spent on this that and another thing And so, you know, he came back and said, look, man, he goes, they're using top of the line stuff through and through like they spared no expense. They're using all of industry standard or better. And I said, "Okay, well, that's that's cool. Um, But at at the same time, you know, I still wanted to have a better idea. So then I had two securities attorneys talk to Bo and Edith, who is the managing director of the company. Like she everything is signed in Edith's name. Everything is is all at Edith. It's all Edith, right? And, you know, because keep in mind, Bo's not really a part of any of this. He's just kind of a figurehead. Uh, you know, he he he's telling the UI guys, you know, we want this icon down here on the left, and this 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 should work this way. And we want to see, you know, I mean, he's kind of like the the brainchild behind. How the platform should look, feel, and operate. But he's not, he's more of like a consultant, even though he's kind of running shit. And so, you know, I had my lawyers basically go through and I, um, and they recorded it for me because I wanted to hear it. I wasn't a part of the call. I just wanted them to, I wanted them, like one guy's a 20 year securities vet. You know what I mean? Like he's been in securities law for 20 years. And I said, I want him to explain to you guys the, um, the wallet system, the aggregated trading system and how that's going to work with through APIs and how that the, the crypto is going to be managed from one point to another, uh, as well as the arbitrage, which is a, which to me was the arbitrage trading system in the blockchain terminal is going to be the most powerful thing that's ever hit crypto and it was it's the way he had explained it to me honestly just scared the shit out of me i'm like there's no way this could be legal or compliant i don't i don't know enough about it and so i want to understand how is this going to work and um after he had explained everything in detail to these lawyers they all basically said well and the other question was the one of the big questions i had was does this need to be regulated is this a platform that is—is is it an exchange? Is it a tech product? Is this you know what needs to happen from a regulatory perspective? Because I am one who is basically saying this this should be regulated, this should be filed, this should be you know file everything with the government. You know, let them tell us what needs to happen. And and Bo saying no, it doesn't. You don't get it. This isn't what we're doing. You don't understand how it works. So. Some of this is probably my fault, but I am very careful. And if I don't understand it, you know, it's like, I'm not going to jump into a dark hole in the ground until I know how deep it is. I mean, that's just all there is to it. So he explained how the whole thing worked um, and and showed them and and did a demonstration and everything. And they, my lawyers agreed with Bo. They agreed with Bo and I was, and they were shocked. Um, I was shocked. And um, they, they agreed with Bo. And, and so they're like, look, he's really onto something here. And, and Bo would always say, we've spent millions of dollars in legals to make sure that, that this isn't a platform that needs to be regulated. It's not how it works. We're not an exchange. We are, it's like Coinage. It's like Coinage on crazy, crazy steroids, is what it ultimately is. The only reason I'm telling everybody this now is because I keep getting so many people asking me what's happening with Blockchain Terminal. Um And so th- that's where we're at right now. I see people in the chat and they're like, you know, what's happening? What's happening? I get messages, Crow, what's happening? What's the update? The update is um, that I think, so he messaged me last night and he said, everything's ready to go. Let's do a full review. And I said, okay, when? And so everybody knows I've got Crow's Nest which is an actual exchange. Um, That is, you know, it's going to be regulated and, and AML, KYC, the whole nine, everything. It's going to be an actual exchange. But I don't want people, if we move forward, so if I, <laughs> if Bo shows me this platform and everything is actually ready to go, we're going to be launching this um under its own domain and People are going to be able to start using their blockchain tokens. They're going to be able to do whatever. They're going to basically be able to start using the platform. It's going to launch as a beta um, because there are problems. I'm guessing there are going to be bugs. And I'm going to tell everybody, use it at your own risk. You know, because I feel like this thing is going to be so big that it's also going to be a target. So I will tell people now, before I've even done a reveal video, if you use this son of a bitch, you better do your trades, make your money, get your crypto out. Now, th- that's the other thing. <laughs> it doesn't store your crypto. It's only going to access the crypto you have on the particular exchanges out there. and And all this will be explained in detail. I I just, I am nervous because it's such a powerful system and it's, there's still things that I don't understand a hundred percent. And so because of that, I told them, look, I will be an affiliate. I will help market the platform. Um, We can brand it, uh, all of that. Um, But I do not feel comfortable a hundred percent yet, truly activating my white label license and, and basic and taking this and running it you know, where it's all my deal. It's all it's like, you know, a lot of it is my responsibility. I'll talk about it. I'll show people how to use it. I'll reference it um, and I'm happy to make, you know, commissions on people that love it and use it. Um, but at this point, I'm basically going to be an affiliate for this system. And and I think honestly, once we've revealed this thing and and where you go to use it, um, and and you guys get an opportunity to start playing with it, I do think it's probably going to spread like wildfire. And, it, and it'll probably grow to a point, I mean, I'm guessing it'll probably grow to a point where me trying to launch a white label um, version of it myself um, will be a moot point at, at that point. So, um,
2: I don't know who Johnny did. I don't even know. What, I don't know what's going.
0: On. Um. So anyway, so that's basically where I'm at. Um. Uh, with with the whole blockchain terminal thing, we'll see how it it, it unfolds. I will of course update everybody uh, as we move forward. And um. Let's see. I got a bad feeling about this crow man. I don't like Bo at all. He's very shady. Um. You know. <sighs>
1: I've I've talked to Bo so many times. I have
0: I think he's I I do think he's a little shady in some ways. He's very good at, at at saying a lot. Um, and then, you know, just you don't know what the hell's going on. And and it's just it's but I think and I I keep giving this man the benefit of the doubt. My wife keeps texting me, so I need to check and make sure. Um I'm not sure what's happening.
2: Um Hackers, Oh sure. All right, so I'll have to check that a little later. Um, your wife
0: says bull we'll run commencing. Listen to Wally. Um, I talked to BCT at a couple conferences about their API and integrating our bot into it. They were sensible and smart. Yeah, no, <laughs> look, I'm not. There are a lot more people than Bo involved with Blockchain Terminal. It's not like he's doing this all himself. He does have a CTO. He has a core group for the back end development. He's got, you know, there there are a lot of people involved with Blockchain Terminals, not just Bo. Um, but Bo is the one that, you know, if you want to get stuff done or you want to get involved for the most part, you got to work through Bo. And it's like, I don't dislike Bo. He's just really difficult to work with because I feel I have my own opinions about how um, how things are kind of handled in certain ways. And, but I think just, I think Bo's just on a mission, man. He's on a mission, uh, you know, I'm hearing rumors that they're being sued about by a bunch of people for this or that, you know, uh, investors and, and third party companies and it. And it's like, look, he's got to get this thing done. I mean, he's got to get this done. He's got to get it launched and it has to work. And it has, not only does that have to work, it has to, it has to do what they've claimed it will. And so, you know, hell, it's been a year and a half. And if they're able to build this and launch this in a year and a half, and it's a fully functional platform that works the way it's advertised and everything else, then, you know, I don't know what anybody could be really bitching about, to be quite frank. I think it's the fact that they've gone so silent, The you know, uh, some of the team, like the, the president. Like when Blockchain Terminal, at ICO, Blockchain Terminal to me looked like a big New York company, that was getting ready to take over the crypto market with hedge fund terminals. That's what it looked like to me. And I bought into it hook, line, and sinker. Um, but then the market crashed and everybody started having all these problems. And they weren't devoid of those problems. So we'll, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see. Um, lots of smoke coming from BCT. I don't know, man. I mean, it all to me, it all boils down to... Um, it all boils down to... to well, what the platform looks like, so and how it runs, and wh- when it launches, and everything else. So, all right, so let's take a look real quick. Let's take a look at well, not really real quick. I wanted, I wasn't planning on going 30 minutes into all this. So, for those of you that are holding long term, if, if those of you guys you're holding Ethereum or Tron or even EOS for that matter, I have EOS has to, I you know, I've realized that. While I may not agree with uh, or fully understand EOS or or the founders or, or any of that, it has to be a part of the conversation with crypto because, um, well, and I want to make a quick note about that. As far as the shady past, I'm not worried necessarily about the shady past. He's explained that. Through and through. Now I pu- I pulled those videos down for now until I know exactly what the situation is and what's going on. Um, but I know a lot of you guys saw them, and it, he he explained very well, you know, what had actually happened and how the headlines kind of took off and ran with it, and and how that was it just became a snowball effect about you know nothing. They literally turned a mountain out of a molehill. Um, but um. <clears throat> Yeah, I still like Aeon. I still like Aeon. I honestly have not, I've not ran my minor now. It's probably been two weeks since I've had my minor running because I've got all these foam trays and things around my miner because of this stuff, this this nerd stuff that I've been painting these guys. Um, You know, and because I'm painting a lot of this stuff at night and it's just, you know, you guys know, I, I just paint nerd models and have fun with my nerd games because it's, very difficult, like War Machine. It's a very difficult game, very strategic, but it's a lot of fun and I love the challenge. And you can change the challenge up anytime you want. And a part of it for me is just painting. He's coming down here, listening to Joe Rogan. Like Joe Rogan's... I really wish I could be a guest on Joe Rogan. We would have so much fun. I mean, like we would. We'd be able to talk about all kinds of stuff. Crazy, like you name it, I we'd we'd, we'd have a blast. But his recent interview with, he brought um, Alex Jones back for like a four hour. I watched the whole thing while I was painting. So I got so much stuff done. Um, But it was epic. It was absolutely epic. Love or hate Alex Jones, man. I mean, he's entertaining as hell. So anyway, um, to the topic of the video. So many people are probably going to be bitching about this. uh, How I've run off and talked about so many different things. So. This is stateofthedapps.com. Stateofthedapps.com. Uh, this, there's this site, and then there's this site, the d- DappRadar.com. Now these are the rankings. So for those of you that don't know what DApps are, DApps are basically just um, applications that run on a particular blockchain, and typically you're able to earn or even lose crypto okay because there are a lot of now here's the thing I'm going to I'm going to say this up front I've always promised that I would ne- I was not I would never take like there are three different kinds of companies that you know went during the big boom and I had all these companies paying for reviews and features I would never accept money to promote a casino um porn not and and not because I have problems with any of these um I just didn't feel right taking money promoting it um, but casinos, porn or cloud mining platforms, those were the my three like it doesn't matter. I, I was offered six figures to promote some casinos. I was offered significant money to promote different projects. And if it was one of my three strikes, I wouldn't do it no matter how much I was paid. However, um, painting, uh, well, I paint until like 3am. Um, so you know, I I I definitely uh but I and here's the thing, I'm going to tell you guys, I don't necessarily think you should be gambling. However, I think that when you've got a if you, you know, if you've got 50 million tron that you bought at a fraction of a penny and you want to play, to me that helps the blockchain. I mean, because it increases the use um it increases the transactions. And depending on what you do with it, you can potentially earn more. Now, I'm going to be talking about some um, online casinos st- type stuff that are dApps on particular blockchains. I'm not going to be giving you like affiliate links. I'm not going to be telling you, click my link at the bottom and, and I'll make money off of whatever you do if you choose to use them. This isn't about me making money off of any of this. This is honestly just me talking about some of these things pointing you in a direction where you could probably find some interesting or cool stuff to do with some of your big long-term holdings if you're bored and you're not afraid to lose some of it if things don't go well, okay? I mean, because the flip side to that is there are people who are actually making significant money and improving their position in some of these these things. Um, so, like this here, this is TronBet, and I'm going to get back to some of these, but I'm going to show you some examples of things. So, TronBet is there are all these different casinos that are running on the Tron blockchain. And this is like, this is DICE. This is a game that I used to play all the time. Like when I first got into crypto, I would play this game and I had a system that worked pretty well. Um, But you can see what people are betting. And I had a system where I had a system that I let run on autopilot for an entire night. I think I used Siacoin. Because it was so cheap and I, I could, you, you could get like, I don't know, I think I played with like uh, 50,000 of them or something like that. Well, I turned that 50,000 into a boatload overnight. And when I woke up in the morning, I had stopped the bot and then I restarted it again. Because I'm like, well, I'm just going to restart it. Within like a half hour of me restarting it, I lost everything. So like... And it's I'm not even going to explain all there is about how to do these. I'm sure a lot of you guys have played with some of this stuff in the past, but it got cleaned out so quick and I was like, holy cow, I let this thing run for at least eight hours and it just accumulated and accumulated. Um, I did kind of a reverse strategy where every time, um, you know, some guys, they try to max it out like, oh, it's it's really hard to explain. When you're running this on autopilot, and then you, you start to roll, it just keeps rolling over and over. Well, you want to try and win more, and some people do a strategy where, okay, I'm going to bet 10 Tron, roll it. If I lose 10, then the next time I'm going to bet 20 to get my money back. If I lose that, then I'm going to bet 40, and then, oh, I won, and I start back from zero. Well, I did the opposite, where I lost every roll, but when I won a roll, it was huge, and I was it worked. <laughs> it worked for quite a while. And um, so anyway, but with this site, when you are um, when you're betting and you're playing with Tron, like Tron's two cents right now. Um, but this is all used. They have another coin called Ante on here. Ante. Um, if you so for every twenty two hundred Tron that you wager in playing, you earn one Ante. Okay, these antis are almost like a Binance token in the sense that you start earning like so available, available dividends, 5.2 million Tron are going to be paid out to all of the anti holders. So the more you play, you acquire anti and as you're building up your anti amount, you're basically you start earning Tron that you could start continuing to play with and grow and grow and grow. So, um, but so for one anti right now, I think it's like 42 cents or something like that. Like, you know, 2200 Tron, it's basically like, let's just call it an even 50 cents for every anti coin. And I didn't do any calculations on, okay, if I have, you know, 10,000 anti coins, how much of this do I get, uh, in eight and a half hours? Like they did. this accumulates, it accumulates and grows and grows and grows like a jackpot and then everybody gets sprayed with Tron tokens based off of how many anti-coins you get. So overall, and there are different games, like this is called Moon. I don't even know what the hell this is. I've never seen anything like it, but it's all gambling. Ring, I don't know what this is either. Um, it's all gambling, but I mean, it looks interesting. And then th- that's your, your, your dividends, your profile, which I don't have, and you can go through the white paper. Now, let's say you wanted to just buy anti well, you can go to Tron trade and buy anti um let's see
2: um, i want to buy a hundred anti token thirty one So, this is
0: interesting. I can. It's still it's playing. So I could go. It's actually cheaper if I'm trying to accumulate anti tokens. I could either just play and wager and just get some, you know, as I'm playing, or I could just go buy a bunch. And it's a lot cheaper to just buy some, and then you can you can stake them, I guess, uh, on your account when you're sending them over here. So, um, but that's just one example of how you know you could potentially make some money now. Um. The, so this here, I'm going to show like a few different programs, um, a, th- a few different dApps. This here, it's DAP Radar and this is this is going to enable, you can basically say, all right, I'm going to click, I want the dApps with the most daily volume. Um, so TronBet basically right now has the most, this is the most volume. So this is 44 million, wow, 44 million over seven days. 386,000 transactions in a 24-hour time period. The thing of it is, is when you're talking a blockchain, gambling is what keeps people coming, man. I mean, it's like, I mean, you think about it. Let's say you're mining and you mine a bunch of tokens and they're basically not worth very much. So if you lose them, it's not a big deal. If you win some and it ends up being worth something someday, well, great, you scored. Uh, but some of this stuff that I've found is actually kind of fun. Now, this is stateofthedapps.com. Now, I saw, like you see, rankings by platform, basic attention token, which I really like the Brave browser. Uh, I think it's solid. There's st- There were some bugs the last time I used it. And I ended up, I stopped using it, to be quite frank, uh, on my primary systems. But I still use it on some of my other computers that I don't, I'm not as active on. Um, Steemit, obviously, is still a big deal, but I, you know, I'm not using Steemit. I've thought about getting back into it, but, um, you know, like I like Minds.com personally. I think that's actually pretty solid. And with Minds.com, you kind of feel like you're getting in at the at the very beginning before the rest of the world is, is, you know, opt on board. I've actually reached out to them to try and work with them on some things, but they've never gotten back to me. That's the thing about a lot of these blockchain companies. Nobody ever responds to anything. They're just kind of like, they're, they're like... I don't know. They just get their heads stuck in the dirt and they just kind of keep doing their thing and ignore the people trying to help them. Uh, but anyway, um, so I Gochain, Gold Games, Turbo Wallet, Crypto Rancho. Now there was something that I saw that I'm like, oh my gosh, it sounded so cool. There was a card game. View the top
1: daps. Steam
0: monsters, collectible trading card game. I actually thought this looked kind of cool. And here's the thing, when you're playing games like this, the stuff that you buy on these blockchains, that like if you're playing a card game or whatever, hold on, I want to
1: see what, I mean, the stuff can become
0: crazy valuable. And, and, and it's like, you know, a lot of people will look at this stuff and think this stuff isn't, I mean, some Magic the Gathering cards are worth thousands of dollars. And, you know, Market Exchange, Monster Market Exchange. Let's
2: check this out.
0: Wow. So this card has its own... All these people are putting in bids like, I'm willing to sell my card for this much. There are 7,888 of these cards in ex-
2: Two more cards needed to level up. I mean this is crazy. Kinda reminds me of an old Facebook game. Here's a go. Buy some.
0: 10 bucks for a starter set. The Steam Monsters starter set includes a predefined set of 30 digital game cards that allows players to compete in the daily tournaments once they begin later this year. The purchase of a starter set also unlocks your ability to buy booster packs, thereby proving paving your way to obtaining powerful, epic, and legendary cards. Here's the thing. So, and the reason why I'm showing all of you guys this stuff is because There are directories for dApps like this, state of the dApps, radar, And these dApps, I almost feel like I have personally been missing out on a lot of this because I wasn't paying attention and I feel like there are a lot of others that are missing out on some of the opportunities on on some of these dApps because think of it this way. In the grand scheme of things, if you're talking about cryptocurrency as something that's gonna disrupt the entire rev- the world, okay, it's this revolution of disruption. Why aren't DApps? DApps are just basically the application layer for these blockchains that we're all going so gaga over. Well, there's a lot of opportunity, especially with anything collectible, especially with a lot of these games, to acquire, like the the gambling type stuff is one thing. That's a quick and easy way to either gain or lose your crypto. Okay, there are winners, there are losers, sometimes both in the same day. That's fine. Some people love it. Obviously, with the transactional volume that's happening on some of these blockchains, there's a lot of it. Okay, there are a lot of you out there that love this stuff. And especially for, for if you've got, you know, a a million coins that you bought at a fraction of a penny and it's like, you know, why not? Have some fun with it. Because ultimately that does help the blockchain overall as a whole. And so, you know, and if you're able to acquire more on the same token, why not? However, there's some of these others that I actually, like Drug Wars, I don't know. This is probably jank, but. Drug Wars is a free to play massively multiplayer strategy and simulation game. These are like basically remakes of these old Facebook shit games. Um, let's see
1: to build your own empire fight with your opponents get rewarded with cryptocurrency and i hate it when they don't i'm I'm not even
0: on so so steam has but all these blockchains have these different types of games some are better than others i saw one um that was like a fishing game where you basically you it cost you like 230 tron um, to cast your rod and then you catch a fish, and based off of how big that fish is, dictates how much more Tron you earn. Um what's up, Crow? It's your boy CKJ. What up, dude? Um pow pow pow. Uh what's the deal with gifto? Is it dead? No, it's not dead. Now, I don't know a lot about gifto, um, but I did notice that it's daily trading volume was pretty crazy. So let's pull that up because I was actually researching a lot of these different uh, ERC20 tokens recently. Um, um, Number
2: 174, the daily trading volume,
0: 2.86 million. So there's $2.68 million a day being traded uh, in GIFTO tokens. So that to me is not dead. There's a lot of it, of trading, changing hands with this project, and you know, like I've been doing a lot of research on different projects um, for the exchange, like really trying to narrow down like what projects I want to carry, um, what what which ones do we want to list on Crow's Nest X, and so uh, I've been paying attention. It's not dead.
2: Um. So I'm trying
0: to find the one. So EOS Knights. This is obviously a big one on EOS. You see it everywhere. Um, Visit the website. EOS Knights is a first mobile game that runs on an EOS blockchain.
1: Play on a mobile device and PC web. Interesting. You can play on Google Play. Like you can play it on Apple. Adopt pets.
0: Trade in the market, craft items using materials according to a recipe, collect materials. I mean, this stuff, honestly, guys, I mean, this stuff, as mundane as some of it may seem, people are people are getting into this stuff, man. And it, it's, one man's, one man's trash is another man's treasure, so to speak. Like, I get it. I get how some of these games are doing really well. Um, DTube video sharing with respect for its users. I tried using DTube a while ago and I just failed miserably. Um, Theta Network. I was I reviewed that at ICO. I told everybody I really loved it, and they seem to be doing pretty well. They're 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 growing. Um, didn't some crypto systems pop up in a big game by mistake a little while ago? There was something about that, but I don't remember what it was specifically. Man,
1: I can't remember now. That it's all it's all right. Um, this
0: volume is fake. Well, yeah, some of it is some of it is and, and that's that that's true to an extent. So basically, when you're looking at this, and you're saying 2.8. Um, these guys are on 15 different exchanges. What are the exchanges? Well, Binance is on one of them and 7.6% of their total trading volume each day is on Binance. on Cryptono, which I don't know what the hell that is, and then OKX. Um, Yeah, there's probably a lot of wash trading going on. Um, I mean, we all know there's a ton of wash trading. Given even that that's the case, you have to understand there are like 1,500, 1,800 different cryptocurrencies out there and a boatload of ERC-20 tokens. The majority of these tokens right now are trading at under, you know, $50,000 a day in trading volume. Like the vast majority of these are trading uh, with no liquidity. And they can be on 15 or 20 exchanges, there's just a lack of interest. But the thing of it is, is things like EOS, which I, you know, I've never been a real fan of EOS, but I don't see it going anywhere. Ethereum, obviously, there, but I feel like there are a lot more dApps on Tron than there are on anything else. I mean, these guys are really trying to create this virtual ecosystem, and they're kicking ass, man. I mean, I really want to start seeing some solid dApps on Cardano. I'm like, when dApps? When proof of stake? when I have so many questions, but I haven't been able to really get... Um, <clears throat> I haven't been able to get Charles to respond to much of anything lately. I guess he's just traveling all over the place. I, I don't know what's going on. Um, I'd like to have him on again at some point and really dive into like the when and where of things. Because I, uh, you know, this is 2019 supposed to be Cardano's year. And I want to see a lot of stuff happen um that we've all been waiting on can I get a follow on Twitter? Gotta have you on CKG Crypto News. Yeah, I'd be more than happy to, man. Um, just send me a message or tag me or something. Um, when will you get a my MyCrypton? CryptoBobby, CryptoOmar, TMI, and Chris Coney, the Cryptoverse, already have one. MyCryptons is a fun dap. Well, let's see what it is. I'm really kind of like, I started doing
1: this um, My Krypton.
0: Like digital personalities. I think somebody came to me about something like this a while ago and I'm like, yeah, let's do it, whatever. And But then I never heard anything. Oh my God, those are great. Oh my God.
2: Who's the artist for this? Buy the
0: most desirable Kryptons now. Nobody's ever. I don't know if anybody's approached me about this. I'd almost be afraid to see myself in this artist, <laughs> uh, artist rendition. Price of each Krypton increases with each tra- transit. That would be fun just to like see how many people like. Um,
2: what uh? What what blockchain is this on? I'd be curious to see. Bob Mueller. I mean this artist is incredible. I will say that. This is somebody who I've seen their work before. <laughs> Word Pro the Crypto OG.
1: Um, I would totally do something like this. And I'd be real
2: curious, like, you know, I mean, this artist is incredible. Chris Christie. (laughs) Be quiet, my fat mouth. Oh man. The twins, real Bitcoin billionaire. This is the coolest thing. I'm like, And then it tells you the owner. This barbarous. Not quite. So. Wow,
0: Roger Ailes. Oh, my God. Dude, who is this fucking artist? I got to find artists. Oh, is there more than one? Hold on.
2: Oh, I can't right click and go. Okay, we are committed to helping talented I'm going to have to check this out more
0: later, but yeah, I, this was, this is, this is super cool. basically it's like having digital, um, a digital card and, and it's like an investment. So every time somebody buys a particular personality who's represented in this blockchain card, which is obviously, this is, this looks like an Ethereum dApp. Um, the price is more expensive than the original person paid. So in a sense, it's almost like a, a money cycler. Um, you know, which this is, a, basically these are, oh, Ann Coulter, holy cow. Whoa, I don't think he likes her. Look at me, I am America. Oh my gosh. If she's got circles like that under her eyes, I can only imagine what I would look like. Oh, that's scary. I'd probably just, they just put a picture of a raccoon up. Um. Yeah, MyCryptons.com, for those of you that are interested in this. This is this is really cool. Ben Carson. I mean, I have never... Seen, this artist is, like, one of the most incredible artists I think I've ever seen. Just absolutely unbelievable. This isn't somebody that you see sitting out, uh, you know, doing characters for five bucks at a public park. Um, yes, can't wait for Cardano to start with daps. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Look, as soon as as soon as we can start getting some solid dabs on Cardano, I'll be supporting them through and through. Um, But you know, you know the only thing about these Krypton Labs, Albert Einstein, to Ethereum, Eminem, kill
2: all the MFs, Charlie Lee, buy LTC low so. Cool. Good point. You know,
0: honest to God I would be curious To know if these pictures If the artist photo If their artistic renditions Or these characters of these people If these cards are the only Places this artist used Because To be quite frank with you these are so phenomenally well done. And I mean this is art. I mean in a sense this is like buying art and it's if if these were um if these were the only versions of these pictures so you know the artist created this picture specifically for this blockchain card and it wasn't available or used anywhere else in the world. I could see that alone helping making these cards worth significantly uh more money in the future, especially as this stuff catches on. Um I mean they're just incredible, man. Uh but I don't know, I could be um I would also think that if that were the case, it would make these things initially a lot more expensive. Unless the artist is perhaps making a percentage of every transaction as these things are sold continually, um, then it might make more sense because this is, I don't know how long it takes to do one of these, but I'm sure it takes quite a long time. Um, So anyway, yeah, wow, you really got me caught up in that, but that's really cool. I I dig it. MyCryptons.com, check that out. Um, It's on the Ethereum blockchain. Each Krypton is beautifully represented by a unique handcrafted image and is a unique handcrafted image and is accompanied by a short edgy gag line which owners can personalize and share. Owners will profit from Kryptons going up in price and share in game revenue. Kryptons represent game pieces in social media 4.0 environment we are creating. It's Very interesting stuff. But this is the thing. The whole point of this video, we're over an hour already. Um, yeah, that's a hot potato game. Um, but this is this is this is what it's about, guys. Dive into these DApps. Just start scrolling through and check them out. See which ones tickle your fancy. See which ones sound like fun. Whether it's a game or a casino or betting or whatever, how can you get more deeply and intimately involved with your blockchain? That's really what DApps are all for, and as as people continue to grow and utilize all these different applications on their favorite blockchains, a it's going to help your blockchain grow. So you know, like with me, I I love my Cardano. I wish there were solid DApps on Cardano so that I could use them and and increase the transactional activity on the blockchain and and just you know because people look at that sort of stuff. I do. Um. But um, yeah, there's a, I mean, the race is going on with with dApps right now. I would say there's a big strong race between EOS and Tron, but Tron's kicking everybody's ass. I mean, there's something on Tron for just about everything. And you can go here and you can say, all right, which protocol um, balance users over the past 24 hours. So which of these has the most users? EOS Knights, Ian Bank, PRA Candy Box on EOS. I don't even know what the hell that
2: is. Let's check it out real quick.
0: So 5,287 users in this DAP over the last 24 hours. I like how it charts it out. It shows you there's 7,000 users. February 19th, there were almost 8,500 users. It's been kind of going down, spiked up again on the 26th. Um, Let's
2: see what it is real quick. Prochain is a targeted advertising system based on blockchain. It aims to connect advertisers, media and users, improve the efficiency of advertising business, reduce the traffic fraud, and give the ownership of data back to users. Media could access our system by being provided SDK through smart contract. Demands and distribution from projects, developers for dApp and media on Web 3.0 could be served by tokenized advertisements. The smart contracts' advantages, coin day destruction, and a unified account system can bring a win. All
0: right, cool. I was just kind of curious. So it's basically an advertising. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you guys straight up. When it comes to DApps and all these blockchain applications and use case and so forth, do you want to know when I see mass adoption coming? Like truly mass adoption coming? When we have a universal platform that will take, okay, to give you an example of exactly what I'm about to say, the block card. Look, I, I, you know, I keep trying to talk to Turnio and I talk to Ian about different things, and I'm like, hey, man, I want to get you listed, and hey, I, let's do this. He's like, just hard walls, hard walls, hard walls. Like he just. He's so stuck on Ternio being worth so much more than it really is right now He just doesn't want to use it for anything. He doesn't want to do anything with it It's like he's giving away the farm or something, which I told him I'm like look dude with that mentality You're gonna be falling way behind people that are actually putting their stuff to use for whether it's business deals marketing listings, whatever uh, He just doesn't seem to get it and, and it, so it is whatever and I'm not knocking him. He's a super nice guy but when I, I've talked to other people that were they kind of looked at things the same way and they just and, and they're gone now like they're, they're like they do, they're doing absolutely nothing however the one thing that Ian does have and Turnio has is the are these block cards and these block cards are they're ultimately a a platform where you, it's like a metal card that works as a credit card and you can load these cards up with whatever crypto you want but the actual transactions, the monetary transactions, let's say I want to use this, this card to buy a pack of gum. Well, I can buy that pack of gum, but the cryptocurrency that I've loaded into the card ultimately gets converted into Turnio prior to the transaction taking place. So ultimately, I can use any cryptocurrency I want to make a, a, a purchase, but it's all going through Turnio, And I think that's it, smart I think that where they're falling short is they're not doing enough to market this stuff out there. They're relying on some cheap, you know, cost effective methods of getting the word out, um, which I think they're going to find is going to like it's going to. It's like a I don't know what the word I'm looking at. It's just wrong, like kind of the way I see that coming about. It's not really happening in a way that I feel it should. But that's my own opinion. And what do I know? Um, But. The the same kind of business model is something that I see being a must for all of these dApps. We need like a central dApp converter. In other words, if I want to play EOS Knights, but all I have are Tron tokens, or all I have are Turnio tokens, or all I have are Ethereum or whatever, we need something. Whether this is, this honestly could be something that would send Aeon to the moon and back because their 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 goal their job is creating this this uh these bridges for one blockchain to work with another now that's even more complex than what really needs to happen which is a central um you know like a, a central coin converter i mean it's really it if i want to if i want to access eos nights i should do that i should be able to do that through like a, a, another application, or I don't even know, I'd have to plan it out, but I know there's a way to do it. But when you can go and basically say, um, because then it's not going to be about, uh, you know, if you come up with a really good dApp, like a really good blockchain application, and everybody wants to use it, you don't have to say, well, you have to own our token or our coin to use our DAP. You can utilize it with whatever you've got. And then it becomes a race to who has created the most useful, <clears throat> who is doing the most marketing, who is trying to capitalize on obtaining market share in the space. And that's where the competition gets good. But people are going to know that they can really excel in whatever it is they're trying to establish for themselves. And and I just, uh, it's so frustrating because I see so many of these different blockchains and all these different dApps but a lot of people they don't want to keep buying oh I need some of this and I need some of that and I want I got to have this and that especially when the market does turn around and things are a lot more expensive people are going to want to be able to utilize the cryptocurrencies they have and not be forced to buy something else there should be a way to convert or transition one crypto for another under the beneath the um, beneath the user layer you know what I mean? Behind the scenes to make the, just like the Turnio's block card and things like that. Sometimes when I start talking real loud and heavy, my legs start sweating. Or I get cold sweats. That's probably not a good thing. Um. So anyway, so that's that. I mean, look guys, in the grand scheme of things, you guys should really start diving deeper into these DAPs. Learn about what's out there, experiment with them, play with them, um, and figure out a way to to to, you know... Support your biggest, uh, your most favorite crypto. Like, what are you holding a whole bunch of, and how can you utilize it to either generate more? Um, and that's it, really. Decentraland, I still like Decentraland, uh, but I'm gonna keep going through this list, so I'm gonna let you guys go because we're well over an hour. And, um, but yeah, I just wanted to do something kind of pointing you guys in the right direction. Uh, state of the com. And DAP radar. Check it out, guys, and I'll see you again soon. Crow your coins.